Whether you are new to the living healthy lifestyle or a healthy living veteran, this is the place for the honest answers to your questions. Naturally Savvy with registered holistic nutritionist Andrea Donsky and health journalist Lisa Davis on RadioMD.com. I'm Lisa Davis. Andrea, my co-host, is off today. We're going to be talking now about full moon holistic healing with Shelly Burton. She trained as a medical anthropologist at Oxford University and graduated from the University of, I don't want to say this wrong, Guelph, with a biomedical science degree. She also founded the Samhara System of Energy Medicine. Hello, Shelly. Hi. Thanks for having me. It's so nice to have you on. I think it's so cool that you're a medical anthropologist because my I studied anthropology in my undergrad. In my last semester of college, I took a medical anthropology class and I thought that's what I wanted to do. And then I ended up getting my master's in public health. So I kind of thought it was not that I'm a medical anthropologist, but it was kind of interesting. I was so stimulated by that class. For people who don't know what that what is, what is a medical anthropologist? So medical anthropology, it's it's essentially the study of health and healing in different cultures. So it's looking at um, what what is health, what does healthy mean in a particular culture. Um, the, the West, for example, I, we have a very individualistic focus on health, but in some places, um, like certain communities in Africa, health is not just the individual health, but it's an individual's health could be defined by healthy social relationships in the community. Um, so oh, that makes so much sense. Yeah, and 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 it's looking at okay, um, well, how do political factors affect the health? How do economic factors affect the health? Um, it's it's actually a very broad field. <laughs> it looks mm-hmm. at the limits of biomedicine as well, um, and how it's really important for helping to translate um, health solutions to different cultures, so that we're we're addressing what's relevant <laughs> to the local population. You know. I read that you got into energy healing and you had had a concussion and that it helped. We hear more and more about concussions. And if you get a second concussion, the long-term ill effects. Talk to us Mm -hmm. about this. Yeah. I mean, gosh, that was my journey. I did have a history of multiple concussions. I was a little daredevil child raised, you know, in the sports industry where you, you you get out there, you work hard, and if you have any pain, you push through it. You know, you don't be a wimp sort of thing. But there's only so long my body could sustain that. Um, and I did have a concussion. I played varsity basketball for Guelph. Um, it was one of our earliest games in the season. I hit my head and I kept playing. And I wanted to play the next day, even though I was too busy to warm up. And my coach let me um, because that was, the, you know, push hard, get successful. I want to keep my starting position. After that, it was must have been my fourth or fifth one. Um, you know, it was just one too many. And from an energetic perspective, in my life, I was at a point where I was pushing myself to the maximum, and I actually couldn't keep going. So um, I became very sensitive to energy. I could feel everybody's emotions, but I had no concept of <laughs> what that was. I was in science, <laughs> you know? Hmm. Um, and... I basically was debilitated. I had to drop out of school, which was really hard because I had a perfect GPA. I was just nominated for the Rhodes Scholarship, um, and it took me 11 months to get back. And what I learned is the only way my body would start to heal, because um, rest wasn't doing it, was if I started to listen to myself. Instead of doing what I thought I should, if I started to listen to that voice within me and started to do what I loved, 
And so this started me on the path into healing work, into medical anthropology, which showed up. Um, and eventually, I <laughs> got right into the healing work beyond studying it. <laughs> I actually went into it because it was time to heal fully and completely. It took eight years, and I, I did it. <laughs> That's fantastic. You know, I mentioned in, when I brought you in about something called full moon holistic healing. What is that? Yes. How does that work? So um, a part of my practice evolved um, creating ceremonies, which are opportunities for people to come together on the new or full moon. Um, so that's uh, new, that's every, you know, once a month, they're every two weeks. Um, they're a time for community to gather and really use the energy of the moon positively, okay? The moon, as we know, the moon affects the tides of the earth, right? The water. We are 70% water, or 70 and 90, uh, we're a large percent water. My apologies. Um, water is associated with the emotional body. So full moons are known for bringing up emotions, right? There's more accidents <laughs> on full moons, <laughs> these types of things. So what we want to do is come together, and the ceremonies create opportunities to come together on these moons and use these times of heightened energy positively. So we can create bigger releases and create bigger shifts in our lives, calling in the emotions that we do want to amplify the feeling of community, to amplify what we want to step into and let go of. And the means through which we do this include drumming, um, like a very tribal African-inspired drumming dance, um, I also do something that are, are called transmissions, which some people will call channeling. My guide speaking through me with a message <laughs> um, mm-hmm. and hands-on healing, and we all share food at the end. So, oh, yeah, that sounds we have lovely. Thanks. We have one coming up on Monday evening um, for the full moon and the solstice, which are actually on the same day. <laughs> Talk about yeah, it. That sounds so nice. <laughs> You know, it's it's funny about the moon and the powers. My daughter's 11, and she's really into this uh, show from Australia about mermaids. And oh, every time, it's like every other episode is like, oh, no, it's a full moon again. We've got to figure something out. Here come our powers. <laughs> I'm not saying mermaids exist, but I just thought it was really interesting. So she's like, oh, yeah, the moon is powerful, Mommy. <laughs> Yeah, right. And and kids are so open, right? They're they're naturally maybe yes. feeling the effects. And I know um right biodynamic agriculture works around moon rhythms, right? To to um amplify the power of the moon to create crops <laughs> that grow. Um so there's different ways that we can really once we if we map out when the new moon is and the full moon is, we can maybe take those days to ourselves to rest a little bit, to set intentions. So we're really working with planetary rhythms, right, to make the most of of our lives. (laughs) Yeah, we are. And I mentioned, too, that you founded something called Samhara System of Energy Medicine. Talk to us about that. And how is is that, is Reiki involved in that? Or Reiki is correct pronunciation? Reiki. So, yes, I started uh, my practice doing, it was a Reiki practice, um, I, I trained as a, I apprenticed as a shaman. I did a very intensive study in what's called the grandmother lineage, as well as just kept allowing what wanted to come through me forward, because that's the real medicine, is, is letting who you are through. Um, yeah. So Samhara is basically the result of all of that work. I asked the universe one day, what am I doing? This isn't Reiki. I got the word Samhara, which turns out it's a Hindi word that means involution or evolution by going within. 
which is exactly what I stood for. Change happens in the world as we go within and change who we are, come to love ourselves, and that ripples outwards. Samhara, um, there is a branch of Reiki called Samhara Reiki, which I founded. The system is now bigger than Reiki um, because I do train people in the ceremonial work as well. Um, so this, it, it includes that, <laughs> as well as dance and the channeling that I do. Um, they're all parts of Samhara. <laughs> You know, I want to mention a film and a book, if you haven't seen it, uh, The Horse Boy. It's fantastic about a, a boy who has autism and his father takes him to other countries to work with different types of healers. I think you would find it absolutely fascinating what happens. So I oh. want to highly recommend that. Not just you, Shelley, but to everyone. There's also a book. It's either The Horse Boy or A Horse Boy. It's really wonderful. Shelley, speaking of wonderful, tell us all the ways we can find you via social so, media. Thank you. My website, uh, com. Uh, that's the best way to get in touch on Twitter. I'm at S.A. Burton um, or Facebook at Slash Reiki with Shelly. <laughs> and I'd love to hear from and, you. <laughs> oh, wonderful. Shelly, I can't wait to have you back. I want to thank everyone for listening to Naturally Savvy Radio. You can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Your Radio MD and at Naturally Savvy. I hope everyone has a great day. Be sure to check out past shows. You can also download the free app for iHeart Talk. Listen to us there or on iTunes. Thanks again for listening. Take care and stay well. Mm-hmm.